the exact bottom, I can't give you that date, but an imminent crash is here. I'm gonna share some of these insights, some of these dates and events that we found, all of these cycles converging right now. So let's go through what I went through in this deep dive. We are looking at the war cycle, economic cycle, planetary cycle, political cycle, demographic cycle, debt cycle, and the Shemitah cycle, okay? Let's start with our Shemitah cycle. 1973 Shemitah year, major bear market bottom. 1980, bear market bottom. 1987, we had the crash of 87 took place seven year this this is the seven year cycle guys every seven years is a shemitah year 1994 after that we have a housing recession seven years after that we bring us to 2001 we have the events of 9 11 we just celebrated the 21st anniversary you guys already know that and then we also had the dot-com bubble crash in 2008 we had the great financial crisis seven years after that brings us to 2015 where we had the chinese stock market crash seven years brings us to today the shemitah year that we are just now going through truly incredible 2022. What has taken place over the last month? This has been a work a work in progress, all of these dates and events, because going into September, I put out uh, I put out a TikTok, I put out a short for all of you guys to see the key September dates and events that we were looking out for. Now we had to add Queen Elizabeth passing on 9-8. We knew the full moon was coming in September 10th. CPI data came out on 9-13. Inflation is still running rampant. We had the Ethereum merge come through. That was a complete flop, just like we predicted. The big reveal in the SEC case was supposed to take place tomorrow. They filed the briefs early, so that came in early. That was a little shift on the date. Came in early for the summary judgment briefs. We have the Federal Reserve highly anticipated FOMC meeting taking place on the 20th and the 21st. Why uh, is this next week so important? It is the last week of the Shemitah year. Rosh Hashanah comes in 25th through the 27th. That is the mark of the Jewish New Year. Now, interesting thing to note here that all of these market crashes that have taken place over the last 100 200 years are all marked by the jewish highest holy days in the jewish religion take it for what it's worth i'm not here to explain the why i'm not here to debate how to spell shemitah doesn't matter pull it up on your charts it's just like talking about with the moon phase everyone hated on us for looking at the moon phases when it was such a key indicator that we've been using to trade short the hell out of bitcoin and been making some money off that same thing right here i'm not here to explain the why i'm just here to explain why we need to prepare and what dates to look for. This is the last week of the Shemitah year. What comes in is Rosh Hashanah 25th to the 27th. 10 days after that is Yom Kippur, which is the 4th through the 5th. And then after that, we roll into the Feast of Tabernacles. Feast of Tabernacle, Feast of Tabernacles. I don't I, I don't, I don't care to get, get the exact saying of this even right. What matters most is these dates. October 9th through the 16th is the Feast of Tabernacles. Now, key thing to point out, full moon of October comes in on the 9th, which is the first day of the Feast of Tabernacles, okay? And then the new moon, of October comes in on the 25th. And on that same day, we're going to be experiencing a solar eclipse. Then after that, we roll into the lunar eclipse of November 7th and 8th. So just like we had last year, just how we were able to predict Bitcoin heading into a bear market last year, when I said with 100% certainty that Bitcoin would begin the bear market on December 4th. And on December 4th, we had the solar eclipse, major 40% dump in cryptocurrency. Once again, we have back-to-back -back eclipses this time, but this time it's reversed. Solar eclipse, October 25th. Lunar eclipse, November 7th and 8th. So important to watch this as we have an election day here in America on November 8th as well. After all of these events unfold, we have Ripple's Swell Conference coming in on the 16th and the 17th. But we're not done. And remember, I'm not here to be some witch that's worshiping the moon and understanding horoscopes. And that has many people tricked. Everyone's looking at the horoscopes, what the vibe is and all this and that. Not understanding.
understanding that the billionaires are using these dates. The market maker magicians are using these dates and understand that God is in control, that someone, a higher power is in control, not them, but they do align all of their world stage events around these dates, around these events, around these planetary alignments, which I'm about to get into a couple of these, which you can call it crazy. You can dismiss it, but these cycles have been so spot on. Remember the market crashes of 1907, 1929, which started the great depression, 1987, 1997, and 2008 were all triggered by the high holy days on the Jewish calendar. Now, what we're about to see here, this is crazy. And, and, and if you want to make fun of me, you want to clown me for this. Good luck. God bless. And I'm laughing at it. It's an absolute joke to me too, but we're going to be prepared for this moment and cheers to everyone who's riding this out with me and, and has an open enough mind to understand that this is just history. This is just facts. It's not even up for debate. What does it mean? What's the significance? What's the horoscope? What's the vibe? I don't care about that. Preparing and being ready to pounce on deals when we go down another 40, 50% is what I want to be ready for. Mars. This is so stupid. Mars and Uranus cycle that has been present for all crashes in the 20th century is in effect until December. And then that window closes. Basically this whole year, we, we have a Mars and Uranus conjunction that's taking place. And remember that Mars has always been associated with war. And we also have a war cycle that is coming up 80 year war cycle, which brings us to today. You go back 80 years, that brings you to World War II. You go back 80 years from there, takes you to the Civil War. And then you go back 80 years again, and it takes you to 1776. So this is an 80 year war cycle that also takes place when Mars and Uranus are conjuncting. And Mars has always been associated with war, with the astrological events and meanings of everything. Now, to get even crazier, Saturn is square to Uranus. <laughs> Guys, I'm laughing with you because this is a joke, but not really. Saturn is square to Uranus all year. This is a 90 year cycle that marks the bottom of every crash. So in 1842, we had Saturn was square with Uranus in 1842, marked the bottom of that crash. 1932, which marked the bottom of the crash that took place after the Great Depression, uh, uh, the 1929 that sparked the Great Depression. We got the market bottom, Saturn squaring Uranus took place in 1932 before we started to recover. This year, we see it happen for a third time in November. Both of these were dramatic reshaping of the economic infrastructure events. These were 80 and 90% losses that took place in 1842 and 1932. 90 years into the future brings us to today, to November, which could potentially mark the bottom. Now we also have a 40 year cycle that marks the beginning of bull markets that is going to be coming in that is due here this year as well. So the good news is, is though we're going to go through a market crash, we're going to go through some turmoil anywhere from 40, 50% to end of the world, 80, 90%, anywhere in between. But we also have great news that we have the 40 year cycle. You go back 40 years from today and it marks 1982, the start of one of the greatest bull runs that we've experienced in the history of the United States, which also ties into the demographic cycle. Uh, just another key point, another data point, another cycle that we've added to this theory. 40 year cycle that starts uh, the beginning of bull market. So 40 years from there brings us to 1982. And that is what started after we went through the inflation crisis of the 1970s, debt crisis, liquidity crisis. 1982 started that bull run that was driven by the baby boomers reaching their peak spending years. When we tie in Harry Dent's demographic cycle and his theories and work, that brings us right there to that baby boomer, boomer generation hitting peak spending 
understanding now they're taking us all the way to now where the millennial generation is about to reach peak spending years uh over the next couple years so we're not quite we're almost there for the demographics but we are there for the marking of the beginning of the next bull run we are not done you go back 40 years from 1982 that brings you to 1942 which marked the beginning of a bull run yes we got through the great depression the bull run began in 1942 and it was spurred on by the world war ii events which once again ties us into a war cycle which takes place every 80 years so today going back 80 years brings us to world war ii now we also have the political cycle that we've been watching closely as well which is going to be taking place here in november i am predicting a massive red wave that's not because i vote republican it's not because i you know don't understand the two-party system that's completely sold us out i understand that but the political shift the political cycles right here as well so i am predicting november gonna be a massive red wave love them or hate them don't care it's just how i think that this world stage is about to play out this is also setting the stage for donald trump returning and i think that he will be president again by 2024 so that's just one other data point prediction for you guys when you tie all this together the planets aligning the planets conjuncting uh saturn squaring uranus it sounds crazy but what's important to know is that we have all of these points lined up for the the, the environment for a market crash. And remember the definition of a crash that we're talking about, because this is very specific. A 35% crash in the stock market that takes place over a six week period. That does not mean that we're going to bottom out over the next month. It means that the market crash is going to occur. The shock event, the panic event, the system going down event. And everyone's talking about the 24th, this event, that event, blackouts. We just saw, you know, Trump symbolism at his Ohio speech and the flag that was behind him. Everyone's doing riddles everyone's doing decoding my thing is right here prepare for the worst and pray for the best we cannot predict what event is going to take place exactly and we cannot predict the exact date what we can do is we can predict and we can line up and prepare for a series of events about a dozen different scenarios from blackouts cyber attacks uh liquidity crisis food riots you know uh, is putin gonna drop a bomb in ukraine is a bomb going to drop in ukraine that was dropped by three-letter agencies from the west that they're gonna blame putin on like i said there's a, do a dozen or more different scenarios and then there's a window of opportunity that window of opportunity is here let me go through this all of these crashes have similar alignments not only planetary but we have other ones as well and this a lot of this has to do with the lunar cycles and the lunar calendar i'm not going to go too deep on this but let's just make this simple all of these crashes have occurred near a full moon within a six week of a, a solar eclipse let me repeat that all of these panics, all of these crashes have began during uh, or around a full moon that takes place within six weeks of a solar eclipse. Well, when is that next solar eclipse? October 25th is the new moon of October, and it also is going to be the solar eclipse. We just had that full moon take place. That was September 10th. And what has happened in the markets during that time? We got a relief rally, just like we said in August. In my weekly calls that I had in August with my Discord group, I said, guys, prepare for a fake out rally, prepare for one more relief rally before we drop to the downside. That is exactly what occurred during the full moon of September 10th. You can go back. I've now made the video public for everyone. A little snippet, a little clip of my weekly Discord call that I did two weeks ago, where I perfectly explained what was going to happen with Bitcoin. That it was going to pump up to 22K and then it was going to roll over. Well, we peaked up about 22K here recently over the last week, right? Before we rolled over. Now, 
We move ahead here. Let's look at exact windows. Let's tighten up this window of time. This gets very interesting. Rosh Hashanah is the Jewish New Year. It calls for 10 days of fasting, prayer, and repentance. It is also known as the Days of Awe. Think of shock and awe. This is going to be truly incredible. 10 days later is Yom Kippur. Your fate is sealed for the following year with the Lord, also known as the Day of Judgment is your Yom Kippur. 15 days after that, we have, uh, sorry, the Feast of Tabernacles, which celebrates the taking of the promised land. Absolutely look out for events to take place over there in the Middle East as well. Absolutely. Let's look at how these crashes occurred, lined up with the dates. What can we expect going forward? 1987, we rallied till Yom Kippur and then we crashed. The crash concluded on the Feast of Tabernacles on the beginning. This year is more identical though to 1929. But let's look at this. In 1929 and 1987, the crash concluded at the end of the Feast of Tabernacles. In 2008, Rosh Hashanah was the trigger. The Dow had a down day of 777 points. If that's not a message from God, I don't know what is. Seven year cycles on the Shemitah years. 2008 was the Shemitah year. Rosh Hashanah was the trigger. And on that day, we had a 777 drop in the Dow. Call it a sign from God. Call it a sign from someone. Whatever you want to do, doesn't matter. This is just what's happened in history. Put whatever value you want on this, but your portfolio is going to be reflected regardless of how you feel about this. The crash concluded at the beginning of the Feast of Tabernacles in 2008. So the 2008 crash, let's go through this again. Rosh Hashanah was the trigger. The Dow was down 770 points, and we concluded the crash on the beginning of the Feast of Tabernacles. In, in 1929 and 1987, the crash concluded at the end of the Feast of Tabernacles. So, what does that mean? It means that let's look at the 9th through the 16th being that perfect window for when we could see the crash taking place and or concluding. Guys, this is just history. This is just data. This is facts that's undeniable. You don't have to believe these religions. You don't have to believe in God. Catch whatever vibe you want, but your portfolio is about to catch a vibe if you're not prepared for this moment. I am predicting that the window of opportunity that we have here is anywhere between Yom Kippur for when this crash could be beginning, which, I mean, let's look at the Bitcoin chart here right now. It looks as if this crash has even started as we speak. Let's, let's, let's take a look here at this Bitcoin chart. We have Bitcoin at 18,700 after it rolled out. You can see here on this chart, the full moon fake out that took place. And what did we reach right up to? 22.7. Exactly as I predicted. We were going to go up to 22, 23K maybe. I wasn't going to sweat it. And then we saw it come back below 20K over the last couple of days. And just here recently, this evening, we've seen it drop below 19,000. Now we're at 18.7. So have we started the crash? Well, th that's debatable. That's debatable. But we're talking about a 35% drop in the stock market over an eight-week period. Let's see if that actually comes through. But on this chart, why do I have these vertical lines drawn with a little circle there and then a purple box? Because I do doofus more on TA. I keep it very simple. And I don't look at the moving averages and all this and that and uh, the RSI. I let all the smart technical analysis guys break down all those for you. What I'm pulling up here right here is historical data points. And, and you see these vertical lines here. I have five vertical lines drawn. What are they? On September 25th, that is going to be Rosh Hashanah. This is going left to right on this chart for you guys. On the 25th of September, that is going to be Rosh Hashanah. Okay, so we got that one marked. 
After that, we have Yom Kippur marked on October 4th, okay? After that, we have October 9th marked, which is going to be the full moon of October, okay? It is going to be the full moon of October, and it's also going to be the start of the Feast of Tabernacles. And then on the 25th is my next uh, vertical line that I have drawn, and that is going to be the solar eclipse. And then on the 7th of November, I have my next vertical line drawn, which is going to be the lunar eclipse. And there's a couple other dates, right, that we've talked about. You have uh, not only key dates in the Ripple versus SEC lawsuit, but you have our election that's going to take place right after that lunar eclipse on November 8th. Okay. And then, um, you know, a couple other dates in there. But that, that purple box here on this chart, let me show this chart here once again for you guys. Take a look here. That purple box right there is it. Now you can extend it, you can draw it, you, you know, extend it out a little bit here, a little bit there. I'm, I'm narrowing this down pretty close for you guys, right? That is the, 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 that purple box is on the 4th all the way through the 25th. But what did I share with you guys about the previous crashes? 1987, uh, 2008, and 1929. The crashes concluded at either the beginning of the Feast of Tabernacle or the end of the Feast of Tabernacle, which this year is the 9th through the 16th. And we are in that six-week period. We already had that full moon that came in, but we're now in that six-week period leading up to a solar eclipse. It's, it's hard to be serious. It's hard not to laugh. And, and see, I don't take myself too serious. And I don't get too deep on the why. I don't really care particularly for the why. I feel like I've now studied the Jewish religion more than many, many Jews have. I mean, I've been going deep on this thing over the past couple months and trying to tie all this together. But nonetheless, when you go back on the charts, when you go back on the history books here, and you see on when these crashes have occurred and what was all aligning up, what, what was all conjuncting, when was Saturn squaring Uranus, right? It's all here once again, folks. It's all here once again. Let's go back to the definition. 35% crash in the stock market. What does that mean for crypto? Probably 40, 50, 60%. Now, it's important to understand. Let's go back to definitions. 35% stock market crash. Okay, that's great. If you have your 401k in the stock market right now, what the hell are you doing? Not financial advice, but seriously, what is your program? What is your plan for if this occurs? And my bet is it's a 90% chance plus. My bet is 100% that this is going to happen. Nothing in this world is 100%, but this for me is 99.99. What's your, what's your plan? Do you need to position and reallocate some money, get it off on the sidelines so that you're at least not going to have 30% or more of your portfolio wiped out over a period of time here? Now, the 401ks, the, the household net worth of America dropped by $6 trillion in Q2. So people have already gotten smacked. What are you going to do, though, if we drop another 30-40%? And it can be worse. And it can be worse. The average, though, that we've seen, it's, it's incredible how close this is. The average has been about a 35% crash in the stocks. For crypto, it's going to be worse. Prepare and invest accordingly. For real estate, real estate is lagging. Real estate takes a little bit longer. So I was talking with my Discord group this weekend about my real estate strategies and how I'm looking at it. It's bad now but it gets worse and it's lagging. And in 2008, yes, we saw um, the mortgage crisis take place, but we didn't see peak foreclosures until years after that, 
years after the crash that took place that I'm talking about for right now. So you have to understand, just because the market crash is going to occur in the stock market um, over the next month or so, does not mean that real estate bottoms out. Real estate can bottom out way after that. If you go back to the 1929 Great Depression, which were way more aligned up with the 1929 market crash and Great Depression than we are with the other ones. When you look at everything that we've considered and everything that's on the table, we line up with 1929 way more so than we do the other ones, which what took place there? Stock market crash of uh, 35% took place, but then we also didn't bottom out until 1932, right? And I and I, I I showed you or I explained to you guys what happened there. Uh, Saturn squaring Uranus, 90-year cycle, took place in 1932. Also took place in 1842. Both of those moments in time brought 80 to 90 percent dumps. That is kind of the simplified version of what I had just shared with my Discord group with my Shemitah cycle deep dive. I've been working on this theory. We've been able to compile it all together and we put it together. And you guys just got a little sneak peek at it. You guys got the simplified version. But so many people are about to get blindsided by the imminent market crash that we are going to see. So I hope that you guys are prepared accordingly. If you want to understand all of the strategies, all of our programs that we're rolling out, that we're building on and executing on right now, and what my plan is for this moment in time, I share all that with my Discord group. Feel free to join over at my website, ZachRector.com. 